you say?
kind of like butt in here too, like the make man in our image. Uh, most Old Testament scholars uh, think that's also referring to the heavenly host or all of the created Elohim uh, who have free will beforehand. So the major like point of creation of mankind is his free will, his ability to choose to either fight for Yahweh or against Yahweh. And so kind of, sort of, in a way, um, angels. But they don't have like God's breath like breathe into no. them. So like, right? Right, so like they're free will beings, but they don't have, um, yeah, the spirit of God, the image of God. Like in them, or you know, whatever. They don't have that. We don't see that we don't. biblically told to us, at least. We don't see it biblically told to us that they do not know either. Right. So like, like when, when it's said like they like they don't have that. It's not. <coughs> we know they don't have that. It's yeah. we're not told that they have it. But I think too like because it's like later on because like he breathed the life like the spirit into us like that just like sets apart like man and like angels too maybe i think i don't think i agree with that but that's okay i don't I, think it matters I would, because angels are set slightly below our humans yeah uh, other way no 80 no, sure no angels are, angels right are below, below humans. humans good angels do It says, yeah, for a little while, though. Is yeah, I, I assume that was because Jesus usually was not in human form. And so, right before, and furthermore, it's not angels who will control the future world we're talking about. It's 
Yet for a little while you made them a little low and the angels crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them authority over all things. You made them a little low and the angels. See, I have um, the, oh, okay. It says the, for a little while Jesus. in some translations. Okay. We don't super derail either way. I've yeah. Would, I would rather look into like the like actual interpretations of that verse. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I am has sent me to you. 
God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and the name you shall call me from generation to generation. So, two things that I really like in that is obviously, especially like title, whatever you want to call that, of God calling himself I am. Um, I think that's really important to look at, and I think one way, um, when I took like the Judaism class, like my professor, like looking at that way, he was like, he's just being like, like God, the way my professor was like, God's just kind of being like, like humorous in a way of just being like, like I am, like what, like who else would it be but like, you know what I mean? Who else would it be but me? Like a little bit sarcastic in that. But also I like to look at it of the case of like, the reason he just says, like, I am who I am is because, like, God isn't just good. God isn't just love. God isn't just our provider, you know, like, and so you can't, you're one not just going to, like, list out every single thing because, like, that's a lot of things that, like, God is and, like, God can be called, and so just, like, encompassing, like, all of that into the fact of, like, he is who he says he is, and he's always, like, going to be that, but he's not going to change, and that, like, he is so much more than just one or two things that we like probably focus and I feel like that's that becomes really hopeful when you start talking about some of the harder things like mm-hmm. how can God be just and also mm-hmm. you know like how, how can he be righteously angry and yeah like how can he do these bad things because then you, you think back to I am who I am yeah I am still good and loving and yeah just at the same mm-hmm. I kind of like that too of focusing on that because I think we tend to like looking at certain situations in the Bible of like well how can God still be good in this case but like we focus on just like that situation and focus on that one characteristic and like you said of like not encompassing like God is still all of these things no matter what and I think a little bit of it in that way just got the image of like a circle like sometimes we see God as like one face, but he's actually a sphere, mm-hmm. kind of like what you're saying. So we just like view him on face value when there's like dimensions to him. What was like your initial? When you say so, sometimes we view him as like a circle, a circle, but he's actually a sphere. Like that analogy just came to my mind. Yeah. Um, the other part that I like in that passage though is, and like it kind of continues on through this whole conversation between Moses and God. But, um, Matt, do you still have it pulled up? Uh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was, I was going to go to another book, and I was like, You're good. I just pushed it back. <laughs> You're fine. Okay, um, will you read, like, the, will you just start reading again? <laughs> I, it's easier that way. So, when we start from verse 10? Yeah. Just read the whole thing again? Gotcha. I'll cut you off, but yeah. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to the Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Okay, you can stop. That's what I wanted. I just didn't know where it was. Okay. Um, that was a love of mine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I really like about that, though, is kind of like as Moses goes on, um, like the conversation like throughout this in Exodus, like Moses kind of keeps saying, but like, how am like, who am I to like go do this? Like, how, like, I can't do this. This is not, like, 
going in front of Pharaoh to like ask such a big favor to like let them like that makes no sense and just like it continues on of like you know kind of a not an argument but like um Moses kind of keeps bringing up excuse after excuse of like but like how am I this and God's like dude like I'm gonna be there with you like tell him this and it's like okay but like what about this and like continues on of just like excuse after excuse to try to kind of even like deny like who he is like who God's saying he is but like each time God comes back with like I am there with you and like this is who you are this is what I've called you to do and like it's gonna be okay kind of thing and I think it's important to look at because I think we ourselves do that a lot too of like whether it's God telling us like who we are God speaking through somebody of like this is who you are this is like what you should do but I think we also like Moses downgrade who we are of like in the same way we do with God of like limit God to just like a few characteristics um that we do that with ourselves of like there's no like way we could do that or like I can't be doing that because I don't feel that way right now I don't see that currently do you have something like the conversation ended with God making a concession uh, Moses kept telling him no 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 and eventually God was frustrated with him and Moses was like I can't speak or whatever um, <clears throat> and, and so God said what I would take your brother Aaron No, I'm not saying Aaron was a bad thing to have, but I am saying it was a concession. Mm. So I think even in, it's something God gave up that wasn't really part of his original plan. It was only there because Moses thought he could not do it. So I'll say, like, God's plan is going to be done either way. yes or not, are you going to make him make a concession or not? Because he will. But it's not his first option. And so often we're like, oh, the, the plans of the Lord will get done. Don't worry about it. Like, is that his first choice? Right. Because Aaron was not his first choice. Just Moses was. So, like, even if you're operating in God's plan, in God's will for your life, is everything his first choice? Or, or are you making concessions? And it's not that, like, he'll disinherit you if, if he's making concessions. Like, it's not like he's going to, like, be mad at you. But it's going to be less than ideal. so bad even if it is like actually something more important 
will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And I think just like that, like how much power that is like for us of going, kind of going back to like previously we were talking about of like if it's um, God's first choice or not, or if he does, I don't remember what the word he used for it. Concession. Of, like, whatever we do here, like, like, also determines kind of, like, what is gonna be there, like, in heaven, if that makes sense, and just, like, we're not, we're not just humans, like, we have the Spirit of God within us, and we have that power to do the work of God um, on earth. Um, we'll still read the next one. Romans 8. Sorry, can I say something? Yeah, sure. Like, um, so Proverbs 18, 21, I was kind of thinking as you were talking about like the power of our words, and it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. And um, is this, I could be totally wrong, but is this one of the first times that Jesus is known as the Messiah, which is Peter? This moment right now? Yeah. I believe so. So this is the first time. Like, I, this is the first. Like, yeah. yeah, it's the first time. Yeah, and so I think that's really interesting and just the power of like speaking those words out that like mm-hmm. Jesus is the Messiah literally changed everything. Yeah. Um, and so like, our words are that powerful. Um, yeah. I mean, if you look at it too, like, if Jesus never had proclaimed himself as the Messiah, he would not have gotten persecuted. Yep. Like he, or he would not have gotten crucified or persecuted, yeah. but it's more going for crucified. Yeah, and so just thinking that through, like, I was just like, wow, like, that was an important moment, and, like, it was words that released that moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. And I think, too, like, going, like, with the verse you just read of, like, the fact that is life and death of, like, whatever we're listening to and then speaking to ourselves is really important. Are we listening to the Spirit and then speaking that life into our lives? Or are we listening to even our, like, our own, like, the whatever lies come to us or what other people are telling us? And what do we permit in our spirit? Mm-hmm. What are we to the end of that? Yeah. Are you okay, Luke? What'd you say? 
Okay. Uh, I just said I need to read Romans 8 again. <laughs> Honestly. Like, there's just so much in Romans 8. Like, there is. Isn't that what you're going through right now? I'm going through Romans. I was in 12 last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's just a lot in Romans. It's like Tom's got that book, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want you to laugh afterwards. That was a, that was a children of God and we now have that like adoption where like God is our father so one saying like another characteristic of who God is and another characteristic of like who we are and just also like that relationship like between us if that makes sense um which I think that is also like important to focus on of like we're not just like not just some fan like looking after like like some like super supermodel or something I don't know <laughs> like looking at them of like I'm gonna like try to like look like this person like act like them but like we actually like have that like relationship too and like the characteristics like go together and because of that like we're not just trying to if that makes any kind of sense <laughs> with the first verses um, 27 says like made in the image and likeness mm-hmm. I liked that because it made me think of when people are like, oh, you're so much like your mom, or you're so much like your dad. Like, people don't look yeah. at you and be like, because you have your mom's eyes, you're so much like your mom. Right, that absolutely. That is absolutely when you are actually, like, acting like yeah. the, what makes that person that person. Absolutely. And that, that, that just, that's what I thought of when you said, like, you don't, you're not, like, looking at some supermodel who you don't actually yeah. know and being like, I want to look like they look on the outside to Yeah, the world, exactly. But, like, Yeah, and I think honestly, like, that's, like, I think so cool with, like, that we're, like, all, like, we all look different in this room, you know, but, like, we all are made in the image of God, in the likeness of God, but, like, we don't all, we're not, like, clones of each other, you know? That'd be weird. Kind of what we were talking about. chosen people. You, you are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a, as a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. <laughs> once, once, you had no, once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. I just, I really like it too, and especially like that like translation of like that first part of like this is like who you are 
of like you are chosen like I chose you like God's doing this but then like as a result of this then you can mm-hmm. like cause and effect yeah like the cause and effect of that like you can now like share God's I remember what it said like God's goodness yeah. goodness of God the goodness of God um of that and I think that's just important of like well, one verse says heirs your heirs yeah the heirs of God um heirs we're not mm-hmm. like with the with our characteristics. We're not just sitting around of like, okay, now like we might look like God, we might have like act like God, but like you actually have to then act out of that. Like you can't just sit around of like, cool, like I know who I am, and not do anything about it. Like you also like there is that like cause and effect kind of a thing of like actually acting out the faith of who He is.
he left nothing outside of man's authority. And so like part of that is like this planet is our dominion and our kind of like responsibility almost, but, but deeper than all of that, because that, that speaks to me kind of a shallow theology. Uh, it's the firstborn representative of the entire family. Whereas you were to say, okay, this is my household. I need to send one member into the city to speak for me. Or you think of like, um, like you're going somewhere and you can only take one person. Who do you take? Like you're the firstborn representative son. And so to be co-heirs with Christ is to be like elevated up to kind of that firstborn status. Uh, where then we are the imagers and representatives of that. More of a familial tie, though, instead mm -hmm. of just like a legal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Does that help or just make it more nice? I think I do. I, I think I think directly of the idea of being an heir at all is to like inherit what God has for us, and so like we were made to like not ever have like not ever have to question whether or not we had everything God had for us because we we're supposed to, you know live in the garden with all he had for us. And so when man fell, like suddenly our inheritance, our legacy, what was to be left for us, we like we said no to. Which I think legally you can do, maybe. Like said no to what? Like an inheritance? Yeah, I think like if legally like if, from it. Yeah, my dad died tomorrow and left me all this money, I think I could technically be like, no, give it to my brother. Um, or it could be the fact Well, I mean, I think so, because, like, you see that of, like, you know, like, in a kingship of, like, the next in line yeah. doesn't take it, and, like, the younger, the, like, right. know the For younger sibling well. You know, they're out of the country. Yeah, to, like, inherit a kingdom. Like, if they're like, well, I already married over here, like, I'm not coming home, give it to my brother. Mm -hmm. um, so those kind of, but I also think of, like, if it's written in the will, um, they, a lot of times people write in the wills like my youngest can have it but they're not mature enough, old enough, whatever so I'm giving them like a keeper of um, you get your portion of the money but this person decides how you have it, what the rules are and how often you get it and so I think I go both ways of like there were things set up for what we would have to do to have our inheritance and under the law those things were like ridiculous and not going to happen and we were not good enough children to like do those things but Jesus came to say okay I am the keeper of this and I am going to take these jewels away from you and give you like endless inheritance um, and I think like right now of the spirit too is like an important part of that like I think I don't know earlier I mentioned like I think we get stuck on heaven a lot mm -hmm. and I think like 
Honestly, I think both ways are, like, really important to look at, though. Yeah. Like, both ways you explained yeah. it. But. No, he wanted a fist bump.
children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. But the next verse is what I was thinking. That was what I was thinking originally of, like, because God loved us, we are children. Like, that's, we don't get to argue, but I think that's, like, uh, of, like, what's next. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And so, like, part of too is, like, yeah, you have sinned, for all have fallen short of the glory of God. But that was part of the old. Mm-hmm. And so part of the beauty of the redemption of the gospel is that is that um, the old has passed and the new has come. And so the old man, the one that was that sinner, the one that was lost, is then taken and made righteous, not because of anything he did, but by pure acceptance of the blood of Christ. And so he's made righteous, but beyond that, he's also made a son and a co-heir with God. Mm-hmm. He's made like a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so at, in that moment, too, he's also given dominion over all of heaven and earth. But like, that's, it's, it's, it's mercy by not sending us to hell, not giving us what we deserve for being sinners, and it's grace is adopting us. Yeah, it's dope. It's a drug of the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christians, we would, like, make up God just to make us feel better, because, like, it wouldn't make us feel better for, like, like, the rule, like, everything that was there, if that makes sense, like, the rules and stuff, like, if we, like, there's no reason, like, we would. Right. Uh, yeah. So I usually answer. 
How do you explain the fall of man? No, yeah, I don't How like... do you explain First John 5, 19 that says this world is under control of the evil one? Exactly my point here. <laughs> I'm on your side. How do you explain Moses fired up. saying no and then God getting frustrated? It literally says he was risen to anger against Moses. And he said, okay, tell you what, I'll give you Aaron. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I can't explain I lost, that. I lost track of what was happening. Everything happens does. within God's will. They take that one part out of Job where the Satan came before God, and then God was like, sure, whatever. Yeah. The Satan. Huh? The Satan. Mm -hmm. The something. What? Huh? Who? Where? The, the actually Hebrew story has an article in the four statement in the book of Job. It more, it more closely the statement of God. I was going to ask about Moses. 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 this idea of like once you like believe in God then like every like everything's gonna be like good in your life yeah like the prosperity of just like you're just like you're not gonna just gonna have everything good which like you absolutely will have like good stuff and like your attitude and like mindset and like heart is like different so like you still have that but like it literally also says like you will be persecuted you will for like believing in like all of that and like hardship and troubles will come but like they God will use whether like yeah. and so the Bible says too like the, the streets of heaven will be paved with gold and so a lot of people are like oh wow heaven's just going to be so rich I'm like that's awesome you know what you might be right I'm not like here to debate that but how much do we value asphalt like mm -hmm. if we just had like a lump of asphalt would it really be awesome no. or would it be like why did you bring that inside I <laughs> 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 Exactly. Child. So in the kingdom of heaven, you will have like pounds of gold and they'll be sitting there and like, like Paul will be there like preaching from the word or whatever. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> what? Uh, sorry, I got excited. So like, oh, that would be awesome. And, and you'll have like pounds of gold and everybody will just look at you and be like, why did you bring that inside? <laughs> because why it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it kind of kind of mocks the the worldly view of materialistic things. Which... Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess I just keep thinking about like maybe it's not a matter of our idea of like maybe our idea of what is good is off because if we if we oh, if we yeah. think that our lives 
suffering brings honor. Mm-hmm. Suffering brings what? Honor, honor. and glory. Yeah, and, and I guess, strength and power. And that's what I'm saying. Is like I guess I I get um, yeah. I get nervous. I guess. Yeah, no, it's, and, like, and it's difficult, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. And like, I guess to like me, like, lifting weights is difficult, but I, it's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I was saying, is, like, I'm not disagreeing. I, just, I think it's important to, like, talk about the language that we use to discuss yeah. life. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah. Because in Matthew, talking about where, like, the burden is, like, if you take his yoke. And so, like, there are burdens, and they're not fun, but with we can carry them and it also you know how people say like God can never give you more than you can handle he definitely does but like you can handle it through him exactly. you know and that's because that's you're not the one that you're handling all yeah. and I think it goes back to the idea of like I am who I am like it, right. is, it is both yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is both it's it's for me. 